everybody, and welcome to the Money Made Easy podcast. Every week, we will catch up with all things money, honey. It's your hosts, Angelica and Tisha. We're coming to you anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at Money Made Easy Podcast and also on our website at moneymadeeasypodcast.com. We'll be talking all things money, earning it, saving it, and investing it in the easiest way possible. Our goal is to educate, uplift, and empower you to feel confident in your financial decisions. Now, you may be asking yourselves, are you both money experts? (laughs) Heck no, not even close. We're far from it. We will be bringing on some of the best experts in the biz to set you up for success. Now, on to this week's show. Hello, everyone. Today, we have the amazing Tiffany, the Budgetista, back on our show today. Um, she was on our show a couple of months ago, episode eight, um, where we talked about budgeting basics, but she has a new book out, and so we're here to talk all about that and the importance of the financial education amongst children, um, all ages, but um, especially at the younger ages, too, how important that is. So, Tiffany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me, ladies. I'm excited to be back. Woo-hoo. We're well, so excited to yeah. have you. We're so excited about this, this is, book. Yes, this is our uh, first like official book launch episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so exciting. So many things to talk about since you were on last time, but let's mm-hmm. let's uh, start about how long have you been working on this book and give us all the good details yeah, give us some on, background it. on it. Too. Yeah, sure. So um, not everyone might not know, but I actually was a preschool teacher for 10 mm-hmm. years before I started The Budgetista. And so I would say um, I, the book kind of was an idea when I was still teaching preschool. So like 15 mm-hmm. years ago, um, okay. because I used to tell um, stories to the children in order to teach specific lessons, because I found for ages three to seven that one of the best ways to teach a lesson is through a story because kids can see outside of themselves better sometimes than internally. So for example, the first day of school, I used to always read this book about like this little mouse and it was the mouse's first day of school and the mouse was nervous and the mouse was worried if it didn't have any friends. So it allowed children to project onto the mouse. Like, yeah, I can, I can only imagine the mouse is probably scared. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you know? (laughs) And so I, um, I, they would ask me, what I found to be financial questions, like things like, honestly, Miss Tiffany, can you buy me? And it would be funny because I would say things like, uh, well, you know, Sarah, you know, Miss, Miss Tiffany can't buy that for you. Well, look in your purse. I'm sure there's money there because there's something as your purse sprouted money, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> or yeah. I remember we would go for walks every day and um, a little boy, Jaheem, asked if I could um, buy him something. I said, oh, I don't, I don't have any money on me. And he said, well, well, we should go to a wall. And I'm like, a wall? I did not know what he was talking about. We passed by a bank with an ATM. He said, Miss Tiffany, Miss Tiffany, stop. There's the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so he thought there were these magical walls around town oh that gosh. gave us money. And if only. I, if right, only. Right. <laughs> Can you imagine being a kid again to be like, uh, yeah. So, I, I, <laughs> so it was then that I realized, okay, 
and have to teach them financial education in a way that's age appropriate. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're not teaching three-year-olds and four-year-olds how to budget, you know. Yeah. Um, but I did want them to understand the flow of money. So I thought, well, every preschool classroom, you'll see typically like a job board where it's like, um, you know, Sarah will help put up the cots and Molly, this, this you know, today is going to help set the table. And so what I did was I got Monopoly money from my old Monopoly game from when I was a kid, and I would pay them. And um, for, for if you did a really great job, you got $2 for the day. If you did a, a okay job, you got $1. And if you didn't do it, because you, that's always a choice, that you didn't get any dollars. And then we would create these savings boxes out of shoe boxes. And I would tell them that those were their savings accounts. Oh and so gosh. every day they would get paid, <laughs> they would deposit their money in their savings account because I wanted mm-hmm. to give them the words, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and so it, there were things like that that I would do. We would, we would do a penny drive every year where because parents don't mind kids bringing in pennies. Because, yeah. You know, they're kind of throwaway. But it enabled children to understand that pennies were money and that we would count mm-hmm. them every week. And then we were talking about how much we wanted to save and who did we want to donate the money to when we were done. Because I thought um, donating, um, service, community, these are all financial mm-hmm. education lessons. And so as I was doing that, I was creating stories to tell the children. And I created this character, Molly Moore, M-A-L-I. And she was like, in my mind, I kind of was like, it was like little Tiffany, if I had to think about it, you know? And she was like making these choices. and figuring things out and through them they could learn those lessons and mm-hmm. i always said i was going to make it into a real book but then the recession happened in 2009 i lost my job teaching because my school closed and it just like i started the budget nista and i kind of just put it on the back burner that one day i would get back to that mm-hmm. um and the last three years i've been kind of silently working on it i found an illustrator um jazz mcdaniel who's amazing i found an amazing art director rihanna lewis and we have been putting in work almost every day to create her first book, Happy Birthday, Molly Moore. And um, yeah, it's just been 15 years in the making, a slow, slow, slowly burn. <laughs> but that just goes to show that every good thing, uh, you know, takes time mm-hmm. and you have to stick with it and be persistent and all of those lessons that we're all supposed to remember and learn in life. And you've just proven it with making and creating this book so that's Mm -hmm. beautiful thank you well and you've been busy doing everything that you already do I mean creating a law I mean (laughs) we've already talked about this before in this um on our podcast but I mean you've been a busy woman you've got other (laughs) things going on too that are very powerful and and inspiring to just need to get that law nationwide not just in New Jersey yes so we're I was fortunate in that um that the, the the New Jersey had a law in place for financial education for high school for it's been it's we're one of the first states okay. so that's amazing yeah that's amazing and then, I know honestly it, it was it's been over ten years I believe that that law's been in place and um, then when my friend and um, assemblywoman Angela B McKnight reached out and said hey she was a brand new assemblywoman and she's like I want to create some legislation around um, education. And I was like, honestly, they need financial education in schools for younger children. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, okay, let's do it. So it was really a civics lesson about how to get a law passed, yeah. you know, writing a bill, submitting it, submitting it to committee, then the house then the Senate, then the governor. Um, and so, yeah, so now the budget needs the law makes financial education mandatory for middle school students. It's been a year now. It went, it became a law in January, 2019. 
And so now we're actually working toward bringing elementary school in because I believe as soon as you hit grade school, Mm-hmm. that you should start learning age-appropriate financial education all the way up. That way, by the time you are a college student, you might not be a budgetista, but you're not going to be foreign to some financial terms, mm-hmm. what they mean. What's a credit card? How do I use it? You're, you're expected now at 17, 18, when you go to college, to all of a sudden make all these adult decisions without any adult education. Yeah. Right. And um and so yeah, so I'm excited about like making New Jersey one of the first states that you get financial education the whole way through. Um and so and I know that it's really hard. It's easier to figure out how do I teach a 17-year-old, 18-year-old about personal mm-hmm. finance? And so happy birthday Molly Moore is really to help um t- teachers and parents with um younger children 3 to 7 cuz 3 is about the time children start asking, "Can you buy me?" not just can I have mm-hmm. um but yeah, the, the book um, will be launching in April, Financial Literacy Month, the end of April. Um, I believe April 25th. I have to look at my calendar. But um, yeah, the end of April. But this it's still available for, for pre-order, April 27th. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still That's available awesome. for um, pre-order. We did a Kickstarter to, to kick it off. Mm-hmm. Because oh, I great. wanted, um, what I really wanted is I've always, I knew right after college, I wanted to like live a life of service. That's why I mm-hmm. became a school teacher. Yeah. And um, I thought, okay, I want to, how do I use kind of like the launch of Happy Birthday Molly Moore as a service tool? Um, and so I decided that I was going to launch the Kickstarter, ask, ask for $35,000, and that will enab- enable me to print the books that people order through the Kickstarter, but print mm-hmm. an additional thousand books that I could donate to children in low-income communities I love that. because they're more likely to not have books. I think up to 60% of children in low-income communities do not have books at home, and that yeah. throws their trajectory of learning off completely. Yeah. If you have yes. books at home, even if you, your parents don't have money, even if your parents are not college educated or high school educated even, if you have books at home, you can still offset the, you know, the negative um, um, connotations when it comes to, you know, maybe not living in an environment that's conducive to education because books can kind of supersede that. Right. And um, ch- children in lo- low-income communities don't have books at home. And oftentimes their schools don't even have adequate books. So when do you learn to read appropriately? Wow. Um, and that so that was so one, <laughs> to give away a thousand books. And then two, financial education, there are teachers like me, we didn't have financial education as a mandate for, mm-hmm. for elementary school or preschool, but I did it anyway in my classroom because you have space as a teacher to do yeah. that because I just infused it into our math lessons, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there are teachers and parents out there who want to teach age-appropriate financial education and they want to start early. So the other part of the Kickstarter was to hire for teachers to write financial education um, curriculum for me that I can then donate and give back for free to the community through Molly Moore's website. And so we raised almost double the amount. Instead of 35,000, we raised over $62,000, which is awesome. And so what that means is now I not only can give away a thousand books, we have an additional thousand books. So 2000 books can be donated. And instead of just hiring four teachers, I can now hire nine educators and teachers. So that's going to be amazing, especially during times we are in now to be able to extend that to teachers with the additional money. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm over the moon about, you know, how many people are going to receive the book and um, whether, you know, they paid for it through the Kickstarter or whether, you know, they're getting it donated. Wow. 
Tiffany, you are so inspiring. I am absolutely <laughs> obsessed with you. <laughs> like this is just all amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh my yes, gosh. Uh, it, it is. I mean, your episode, the first time that you were on episode mm-hmm. eight is amazing. So many, if y'all have not listened to that, you have to go back and listen to it because it is so good. Yeah. There's so much good information on there. Go to her website, everything. But tell us, um, since we're talking about the book and it's mm-hmm. obviously since it's called Happy Birthday, Maddie, mm-hmm. um, it is around a birthday party. How do you bring money into a birthday party? Can you share with us a little bit of behind the scenes sneak? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we would love for you to just read the whole book, but you've got to save <laughs> well, for no, honestly, so that they'll go and order it. I feel like I've been telling everybody the whole premise of it because it's not like Harry Potter, right? Where you're yeah. like, don't tell me the end. I don't know what happens to Voldemort. <laughs> okay, it's a good. children's book. It's a few Tell us all the good details. Exactly. I was, I'm like, it's a children's book, so there's no. So um, remember that um, age-appropriate financial education is not just money, right? It's also donating. It's less mm-hmm. versus more. It's numbers. It's counting. It's sharing. It's community, it's service. So these are the underlying um, kind of lessons in Happy Birthday, Molly Moore, versus just like a, like, like this is money. So it yeah. starts off. Um, it's Molly's birthday. And she's super excited that it's her birthday, like most six year olds. She's turning six, and she's at first really excited about family and friends coming over. So you see her getting ready, and then the doorbell rings and the first presents come in, and she's still excited about her family and friends, but. Over the course of the book, the doorbell keeps ringing and there's a rhyme because rhyming to me is a really important tool, especially for little, little kids, because mm-hmm. it allows them to participate in the reading of the book because they can remember better than they can read, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And so there's a rhyme in the book that's kind of like the chorus that says, each time a new guest comes to the door, more says Molly, more, more, more. Oh. And so at first she's excited and then, but you can see where this is going, where she's yes. like, right? Like, and then it's like the doorbell rings again. Each time a new guest comes to the door. So you slowly but sure her, see her get more and more excited. Like visibly you see her about the presence and not the family and friends. Mm-hmm. And at one point, um, it there's like a, a, a picture where it says, you know, Molly like has all of these presents, but she has no place for her family and friends to sit. Cause it's an old school birthday party. Like, you know, we, we used to have birthday parties in our house right? and an old school birthday oh, yeah. party in her house. <laughs> and yeah. so, um, so she doesn't even notice at first until it's time to blow out her candle. And it, the rhyme there is um, Molly has more presents than she can handle, but no one to help her blow out her candle. And oh. you see her little sad I face like, mm, you know, <laughs> Yes, and then she but you see her looking outside because they're in the backyard having a good time. Mm -hmm. So she you could tell that's when like that's when it kind of clicks where she's like, wait a minute. So my family and friends are here, but I'm not spending time with them. And now the most important part of the birthday, I'm by myself because of the choices that I've made, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then it the rhyme goes again. This time when the this time when her guest yeah. comes to the door, more says Molly, more, 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 more family, more friends, more hugs, more kisses, more sunshine, more flowers, and more birthday wishes. So you see that she starts to transition from more, yeah. away from more stuff to really more of what means more. And so therein lies that pre-foundational financial education of what does more truly mean? Mm-hmm. And she decides that she's going to donate some of her gifts. There is a component of the book where you see that Molly gets multiples of things. So Mm -hmm. 
they're so like there there's several rhymes but like one of them is like she like you know what types of gifts does she get like one one ball two bats three 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 shirts and a hat you know so it's like one two three mm-hmm. then it's like you know six six combs six dolls a something and a bat so it rhymes right and 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 but it's like one two three four or two four six eight you know, so that's on, yeah. that's intentional. So parents can also oh. lean into the numbers of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then too, I made sure that the illustrator, when when that rhyme comes up, counting the presents, that I was like, you know how you know how every birthday party has a present table, mm-hmm. right? So I told him to make the present table, but to make it very clear each item because that's your now you as an educator, the reader, the parent can now read the rhyme and say, well, how many bats are there? Let's count them. One, yeah. two, just yeah. like the thing. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, the teacher mm-hmm. and me, I just pulled all, all the teacher stops. <laughs> so good. Um, and um, so at the end, because you see in the story that Mo- Molly receives multiples because she knows she's got two bats, three balls, mm-hmm. six, that she donates um, some of her things away at the end. Okay. Um, and then I think it says something like giving can mean more and so can caring. What will you do to show that you're sharing? And so mm-hmm. it gives that you're also this opportunity to bring that question out mm-hmm. um, and, and ask your, the, the child that you're reading to, what will you do? And at the back of the book, I, I really wanted to provide parents and educators an opportunity to extend the lesson further. So I have questions that you can ask to extend the lesson and activities that you can do mm-hmm. to extend the lesson. So if you want to share, teach about service and, and, and giving, one of the activities, for example, is to have your child clean up their room or have your children clean up the classroom mm-hmm. and separate the things that are kind of broken and you don't need and separate the things that are still good. And who can we donate these toys and things that we don't need to? So that's mm-hmm. how you can extend the lesson outside of the book. And so, cause I really, it's important that you're reading books to kids, but you're also bringing in the full lesson. And yeah. so, yeah, I'm so like, I haven't, we have no idea. I'm so excited. I'm already like, I've already started working on the second book. I want it to be like a, a series like Berenstain yeah. Bears or like, um, I'm trying to think like Dora. I really want it to be a series where parents can safely go to read mm-hmm. um, this book, this series of books to their children and and to be able to extend the lesson and knowing that they're going to kind of get it. I even, um, I found out recently, I didn't know this, which I'm like, I, I don't believe in coincidences. So it's perfect that mm-hmm. that molly her name m-a-l-i i just thought it was a really pretty name mm-hmm. um a woman she was from kenya she messaged me on instagram and said do you i'm from kenya and one of the languages we speak is swahili and i said okay mm-hmm. she said do you know what molly means in swahili i was like no i didn't even know molly was a swahili word and she was like <laughs> molly means wealth i'm like no ah, yes oh my god i know isn't that so amazing oh that my gosh amazing. yes well, i, I like, love the name Mo- molly m-o-l-l-y is my yes. daughter's name oh really so. <laughs> yes i like it because it's like it sounds like molly but it's a little mm-hmm. funky yeah and I just, you know and so like um yeah i just well she told me that, that molly means well crazy yes and then instantly i I thought the second book and i think i honestly i think i'm gonna call the second book what does molly mean and that way we can have different pictures of what does wealth actually mean like wealth Mm -hmm. is hugs wealth is kisses Mm -hmm. wealth is money wealth is books wealth is knowledge you see so that way you as the reader can explain to your child that like wealth can be shown in so many different ways it's not just about having stuff yeah Mm mm-hmm 
Oh my gosh. Well, it's funny that you said that you're doing or you want to do a series because when you were talking about the law, I was like, oh my gosh, Molly Moore passes a law and we <laughs> teach kids how they can like have the power oh, to yes. change. I didn't think about that. that. That's such a, a good, good idea. <laughs> good one, Angelica. <laughs> yeah, no, that is a really good idea because you're right because I never, I didn't even know how to pass a law, but it's such a like, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember, um, Angelica, you might be too young, but school house, Schoolhouse Rock, I used to oh, I remember love, that, yeah. Right? Like, I'm just a bill. I was just yes. watching that the mm-hmm. other day, <laughs> how he explained how like laws are made. But you're uh-huh. right. That's a really good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good so. one, Angelica. <laughs> I love it though. I think that's a great, a great idea to do a series of them because yes. oh, it yes. just means so many different things and, uh well, and kids love series because if they, they love the character, they want to keep exactly. going and see yes. what else that character is doing. I mean, I can see a whole TV show yeah, and I was, everything. Yes. Girl. I was, I would love that. That that's like honestly, that's if I if I had to have a big goal, I would really love for Molly to almost be like a media company where it's yes. Movies. Like TV. Daniel Tiger. Yes. Oh, I love Daniel Tiger. Such, oh, Daniel Tiger's the best. My granddaughter listens to me all the time, <laughs> watches it, my granddaughter and grandson. And and they remember, like you said, those rhymes. Yes. Um, when you feel so mad. Nah, and you you want to roar. Take a deep breath. Yep. I was just doing my nephew. <laughs> and count to four. Because he's four and he was really mad. And I found oh. myself singing to him and we roared together. But what yes. a great... What is teaching children? I, I think that we um, don't realize just how important those stories, those songs, mm-hmm. because like even now, my sister, she's got two kids, my nephew Roman and my niece Amelia, that um, she's been trying to teach them, like, you know, to wash their hands and when they're coughing mm-hmm. to cover their mouth. And she said nothing worked until they watched this. Um, I think it was Bubble Guppies or some one of these little cartoons. Mm-hmm. And I guess they call it germ jail when you cough into your elbow. And then when you do that, the, jam, the germs go into jail in your <laughs> And so she's like, since Bubble Gubbies has said it, they've been coughing into germ jail. Like, yeah. <laughs> so even when she reminds them, she's like, don't forget germ jail. And they're like, okay. So that wow. way they don't pass the M. And so things God, like that yes. just stick with kids. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm really excited. And that's why I wanted it to rhyme. Yeah, I love that. It's a book. You know, mm-hmm. because you see, like, you know, you and I are singing the count to four. Boys I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but it like, helps. having. And it's. Yes. And you can take then that lesson of counting to four and taking a, you know, and roaring or taking a deep breath. And it's mm-hmm. like you're teaching kids meditation or at some yeah, early age or even yes, to anger just management. Teaching yep. them, yep. yes, to take a deep breath before mm-hmm. they re, before they say something or, yes. or before they act out or anything. And mm-hmm. it's so cute. My little grandson, you know, he's like 18 months and he's. Oh no! <laughs> deep breath, and it's oh, like, oh, oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. You know, if only we could teach adults to do that. No, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Oh, oh, so gosh. amazing! I love it. I can't. I can't wait. I think it will. I think you can make this into such a big, huge thing. Thank you. I I love the whole name of Molly, meaning wealth and Swahili and mm-hmm. that cultural aspect that you're yeah. able to bring that into it. It's all just fits together beautifully. And that's, what's so important too, in teaching younger kids, the importance of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I know um, they usually, you know, create renditions in different uh, languages of different books. So that would be amazing if they could translate it into Swahili. That would be incredible. Wouldn't it? I just, yeah. So I just, honestly, I, 
like I said, it's a, it's available for pre-order at mm-hmm. mollymore.com, M-A-L-I-M-O-R-E.com. Um, and yeah, like I said, I, I just anticipate as long as like the good, the good stories keep coming to me, mm-hmm. um, I'll continue to, um, to share them. Yeah. I know I want to do one called like Molly Moore in the big store because, you know, shopping oh, with kids can be such like a, a challenge and like, yes. so maybe she gets a little bit of a budget and has to decide how to navigate it. Or maybe she has to decide like, does she need this? Or does she just mm-hmm. need it or does she want it? Want it. Maybe yep. it's like a, a difference between needs and wants. Yes. You know, kids learning That's that so difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just like, I, I feel like, it's crazy how um, all the things that you do in life come together, right? So it's like mm-hmm. I was a preschool teacher for 10 years. I've been doing the budget needs stuff for 10 years. So it's like financial education and then children's education. And then it blends together. It's coming it's like, together. Yep. Yeah, this perfect mashup. So, uh, Well, I really hope that like Good Morning America or some huge PR, like you get some amazing PR <laughs> from this because I really want this to be like everywhere. Like I want yeah. like, it's just, it's so powerful and I'm like, I haven't even looked at it or read it, but I'm, well, I've seen the cover, but you know, like I'm already just so excited for it. So I think, I mean, and the fact that you're donating so many of them is incredible. And, um, what are you donating them to libraries as well? Or how to like, or so, yes. specifically so, families? So what we're going to do is, um, not to individual, um, uh, folks, but, mm-hmm. um, in lump sums, anywhere from 50 to a hundred copies to different libraries, foster care, um, because I want um, them to be able to give directly to the audience that they know really needs it. So yeah. United Ways, there are some schools in particular who I'm like, who've reached out. So cause what I really want to do is I want to continue to donate that we set mm-hmm. aside. We've been setting aside um, a portion of every book sale to put toward that. Okay. So that way we can, you know, we can continue to donate. Yeah. So with, with, um, with Kickstarter, we were able to do one for one because we just, you know, asked for like a larger donation, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm-hmm. but for the actual book sales itself, um, you can't sell a book for like 30 bucks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's basically yeah. what we were doing in Kickstarter, but everybody knew like, Oh, I'm, I'm donating 30. I get a book and some <laughs> other cool things. But they yes. knew that the excess money was going toward yes. this. So, but I still am able to squeeze out you know, money from every book sale to put toward awesome. um, a book to donate. And especially with the hardcover books, because what we're doing to save on costs so we can donate more books is to, is to donate the soft cover books. Okay. Because the hardcover books are like twice as expensive yeah. to print, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm self, I'm self funded. I'm not, I don't have a, wow. you know, yeah. So it's like, you know, figuring out the math on our own, but to me, it's just worth it. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. 100%. This is incredible. Well, so April 27th, mm-hmm. um, should they all go to mollymore.com to pre-order? Is that the best mm-hmm. way to get the book? Yep. So right now the book is available at mollymore.com, M-A-L-I-M-O-R-E.com. You can pre-order the book. We're actually having a pre-order sale. It's oh, amazing. 40% off. Oh, wow. Uh, is it 40 or 30% off? But it's on sale. I'll just say that. No, no, 20%, 20% off. 20% off. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking at the website right now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, ah, not 40. 40. I know. It's 100% like, off. Know, it's free. Just go get it. Um, and so, yeah, so it's on. So it's just a temporary site. We're building our, obviously, our, our, our main site. But yeah, so you Amazing. can pre order at uh, mollymore.com. And 
Yeah. And um, and the good thing is, is that when it finally like launches officially on the 26th, um, it's going to be the same website. So it doesn't change. Okay. It's Mala awesome. Mm-hmm. And if they pre-order, will it be delivered on the 26th or 20? Uh, I think we said the 27th. Or? No. So if you're pre-ordering now, then we, they start shipping on the 27th. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, who knows now what's going on with mail? So I know, um, you know, normal mail was within like, you know, a few days. So yeah. hopefully as they start shipping on the 27th that you'll get it within a typically normal mails, like what snail mail is like three or four days. So you should okay. be able to get it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, we will definitely, you know, post about you all month long to support oh, you, you and, you know, get as many sales as we can. Oh, thank you. That'd be awesome. Of course. Of course. Thank you again for joining us. And um, I know that at the end of every episode, we always ask our guests two questions. Are you interested in answering them again to see if maybe your answers are the same or different? Yes, let's do it. Awesome. Okay. So the first one is what is your definition of success? So my definition of success is a mix of freedom and service. So the freedom to, you know, decide how I want my day to go and service. And I truly believe that you're only as successful as the people that you've helped. Amazing. Oh, <laughs> I think it's very similar to your first, because I, I still remember your answer. That's how much oh. I loved it. Um, and then what are the three words that come to mind when you think of the word money? So when I think of the word money, the three words that come to mind are security, giving, and choice because money gives you choices and yes. options. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And where can everyone find you? I know where we can find the book, but where can everyone find you and your courses and all of that? So you can find me at thebudgetnista.com. I am the budgetnista on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all around. I'm the budgetnista. So, yep. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tiffany, again so much for coming on. And we're so excited for this book. And I just have I have high hopes and I know it'll be amazing and people will love it. So I'm very excited. Thank you again. No, thank you for having me. Okay, you all know the drill. Please go give us a five-star rating and leave us a review. And might as well hit that subscribe button while you're there. And let's keep the conversation going on Instagram. Share your favorite part from this week's show. And we'll see you next Money Monday. Bye. Bye.